Hello, everyone. Welcome to the new episode of Title Talk with a good old friend. Hello, Alonzo. How are you? How have you been? You handsome man. You're still handsome as ever. How are you? What are you doing right now? Where are you at? Bryson, I'm doing great. It's been an awesome year. I'm currently at O'Hare, the airport. Um, Just got done with pretty much my first quarter of sophomore year in college. Come back, take two finals, and then dip for winter break it's been a lot of fun that's a massive w on i'm happy to hear that happy to hear that you're doing well in school and so is everyone else that's big fans of alonzo as well as me and connor who is also here but he will remain silent because he is a coward (laughs) boris boris is a coward but he's a handsome coward he's very handsome yeah that's that's definitely true all right let's talk about the cowboys alonzo i was at the game and as, mm-hmm. as a lady, the cowardly lady in the airport just screams in our ears. I was at the, <laughs> I was at this game, and I, I don't know if anyone else noticed this from the TV, but my hands were freezing off. The rain was raining sideways. I, I'm not sure I could catch a pass from me to Connor, who's sitting 10 yards away from me. And I, I was honestly shocked that the Patriots could even move the ball through the air. The Cowboys definitely didn't. They got lucky a few times. Isaiah right. Wynn came back. It was a massive W. With Sanun, Dorsett was out. It didn't matter. The run game was a lot better. Sony looked a lot better. What did you think about the offense, Alonzo? I thought the offense played as well as you could expect them to play, like given the circumstances. Like you said, with the weather uh, being as awful as it was. And it looked, it looked really, really bad on TV, just in my opinion. From it, I, every time they completed a pass, it was like a surprise to me. Yes. Uh, between between just the weather and the lack of really almost any talent they have at the skill split positions at this point. Um, again, this fucking lady. But yeah, they. It looked bad. It looked like it would be impossible to move the ball. It pretty much was for most of the game. Um, the game flipped on the block punt. The defense owned as they've been owning all year. Um, outside of the Ravens game, and yeah, it kind of went chalk. Uh, in terms of what I was expecting personally. Yeah, me too. I had I definitely had the Cowboys plus six and a half in this game. I didn't oh, yeah. think I didn't think it would be this low scoring the game, but every time every time like someone touched the ball and it wasn't a fumble, I was like actually surprised. Like yeah. the the, diff- the main difference in this game was actually literally just Bill Belichick and the Patriots' willingness to just kick the ball inbounds to the Cowboys and the Cowboys not doing the same to the Patriots. Right. They, had a, they had a couple fumbles. The Cowboys were fumbling the ball. They look like they have never practiced with a wet ball in their entire life because they're cowards. They, and, the, and the Patriots did. <laughs> that yeah, was literally no, it. The Cowboys looked almost like impressively poorly coached. It, yeah. was, it was like an accomplishment how just incompetent they looked on special teams. Um, and even with their game plan, like the strength of the Patriots – at this point, is pretty clearly in the secondary and just the pass defense in general. And the Cowboys, for some reason, wanted to attack that in horrible conditions. 
when the run the run defense for the Patriots has been a little bit iffy. I don't know. I thought it was just a baffling game plan but um on Dallas's end, but it's kind of what you've come to expect from them. So so yeah, really as stupid as it was on their end, I like I wasn't surprised. So to speak. Six six times they pass it on third down and short. Six times. Incredible. Incredible. Awesome stuff. The Patriots are just on the sideline clapping. Thank you very much as you target the best corners in the entire of the NFL, Stephon <laughs> Gilmore and John Jones and JC Jackson. Thank you. Just keep doing it. Yep, thank you. We yep. love it. Keep, keep not handing it off to Zeke while we give you light boxes. Just keep throwing it. Love it. Please. Please do. All right. The um, after this week, the Patriots are now they're ninth in run defense per DVOA. So we we love that's some of the things we love to see. They're still number one in the pass. Gilmore still really awesome. John Jones awesome. And I think I think I just like to point out that John Simon, Danny Shelton, Lawrence Guy, Patrick Chung, all under the radar awesome guys that have been a big reason why the Patriots defense is really good. Yeah, I haven't really been on the pod all season. Um, just between being busy with stuff and the the defense is it's kind of unbelievable how they don't have a weak link at this point. It's just they're solid everywhere. They have good players everywhere. I remember two years ago we would talk and we would be we'd talk about like Eric Lee and Cassius Marsh on the edge and they were like Marquis Flowers were getting excited about him. They were kind of devoid of talent. And at this point, like you can make a case they have an all-pro at every single level of the defense. It, it's been awesome. It's been awesome. All these guys are great. I just want to let you know that Nikhil Harry caught his first touchdown pass right in front of me. How do you look? How do you look? Like, outside of the touchdown, which was great and exciting, how did he look? Just live. Taking the conditions into account and whatnot. I think that there's a lot for Nikhil Harry to improve on. <laughs> but, uh, oh boy. I mean, he, he caught the touchdown. That was great. I think he was targeted yeah. four times. He had a drop. But, I'm, I mean, in the rain and what, I'm not going to be too mad about that. Nah, the, the, the drop, I don't care. I don't care. Just, like, I, the way he's running and his routes. And yeah, I know you were probably paying a little attention to he, it. Yeah, he did a lot of stuff good, and then there's some stuff that obviously coming out of college that he did struggle with, just separation in general. But I think that'll yeah. definitely improve, especially as the offensive line continues to get better. I mean, who knows? Marcus Cannon, I think, got everyone sick. So is everyone, any, anyone going to even play this Sunday, which you'll be at the game. So you might have to actually dress up. Yeah, yeah, I might. I'm going to bring um, – I'm going to bring my, like, game Gronk jersey and – Worst case, you know, I think this is the last week for Gronk to come out of retirement. So I might, they might send me in there to block some dudes on, on like a third and three. Yeah, you're probably just as big now. I mean, you've been lifting a little bit, which is more than what Gronk's been doing. So. <laughs> yeah, Gronk, Gronk from the halftime show last week has been doing more like cocaine than lifting since he okay. retired. Can we, can we all just talk about Gronk's uh, glassy eyes everywhere he goes? Yeah. We can just start the narrative. <laughs> all I'm saying is every time I see him, those eyes are glassy. I love it. I love it. I love it. He's living his best life, man. He, he, he earned it. Everything he's doing, he earned it. I guess you did, Alonzo. I guess yeah. you did. But he's on TV now, and he's got those glassy eyes. And 
I'm just scared got, for what he's going to say. Yeah, there are just veins popping out everywhere. His face is red. He's saying shit. Doesn't, nothing makes sense. Um, he flexes He flexes his Super Bowl rings around like five times per Fox appearance, I would say. Something around there. Uh, he just like big dicks Terry Bradshaw. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. We love Gronk. I think to wrap up this week, I think everyone's saying that AB might be cleared in a few weeks, but they're also saying that the Patriots are just, in fact, not interested at all. So I think we can just kind of maybe put that to bed, despite what our boy Mo Channel says on Twitter. If you guys fuck that, that guy, oh my god, <laughs> fuck that guy. The the Stefan, this is the Stefan Diggs guy, right? Um, this is the guy that uh, whatever rumor there is, he's gonna tweet it. It's not even a rumor. He just like makes stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. He he takes like fantasies from different fan bases and he reports them as fact. Gets Larry like, Fitzgerald was spotted at Logan last night and he is signing with the Patriots tomorrow morning. Give me credit, I had it first. He had it first. He did. He he was tweeting last night that um Tuesday still wasn't over, that A B was gonna be a Patriot by the end of Tuesday. Awesome. So I don't know. That that definitely worked out. Yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. Right. Frankly, though, like when they cut AB, I think the last pot I've been on here was before the Miami game. And I was very much pro, like, due process, let it play out with AB. Uh, but I kind of flipped the week after. It turned into such a shit show media wise. Uh, and he sent those really brain dead, idiotic, horrible person texts to the second acute, like, the, the artist. He apparently, like, he did some freak shit with. I don't even remember. I think he, like, flashed her. He did He did weird Antonio Brown stuff, according to Sports Illustrated. And then he went and he threatened this artist with sex messages. And I was like, all right, you know what? Good riddance. Um, but I don't know, man. The more time has gone on and people have – the outrage over AB has died down. I just – and the way Brady stuck by him, I kind of wish they, they had to at this point. And I would welcome him back at this point with open arms. Now, would I be saying this if the offense was putting up, I mean, forget fucking 30 points a game, just like respectable performances on a weekly basis? I probably wouldn't be saying it, but the fact is that we didn't realize how much they needed AB until like the midway point of the Jets game when – from that point forward, they just haven't been able to do anything offensively consistently. Oh, yes, they have. They've been very consistent. Three and outs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, they, they really don't need a guy like Josh Gordon, though. Really don't. <laughs> I mean, God forbid, the dude is late to fucking – he's late to meetings all of last year. He's late to meetings all of this year. He's a generally unreliable guy. Like, you know what you're getting into bed with when you trade for him. And it's just – it blows my mind that Ryan Izzo is still on the scene, but Josh Gordon, because he's late to shit and he's like a fuckhead, is not on the team. That – I don't know. And Matt Lacoste? Yeah, Matt Lacoste. Matt Lacoste is a stud, right? You watch Josh Gordon in Seattle now, and he's actually producing, getting open. He's running a lot of slants and slant and goes. Yeah, Great I stuff. miss him. Missy Josh and AB. AB and, and Josh were owning. Patriots actually still somehow 12th in DVOA in offense. 
I don't understand. I don't. I we don't live. Get it. We live in some sort of world that I don't understand. It. I it's mean, one, it's they're like probably six in yards per play. I'm. I'm very curious to see the number from like week three to now, because I'm pretty sure week one and week two had to skew it. Because they were a machine in week one and week two. They were a fucking unit. And now. And now they're. They're, what kind uh, of unit are they? If you had to describe them. Um. Well, I mean, you know when you go and you you drop a uh, poop in the bathroom, you um you take a shit. I was thinking about like a old gumball machine that you like you just like take the top off of and you get the gum <laughs> out of, and it's just like <laughs> shitty as fuck. It's just like ah. super stale, and you're like, oh, okay. I mean, I got it, but uh, I mean, yeah, I'm not really pleased about it. Not excited. <laughs> <laughs> not excited when they when when they get the ball back, like when they force a punt at this point, and I see, um, I see whoever they have back there returning punts. But I mean, Gunner and then fucking Sanu having Sanu return punts was just one of the worst five ideas of the Belichick era, I think. Hey, you have a six three guy returning punts. Of course, he's getting like something's gonna happen to his ankle. You see how those guys get hit? Something is going to happen to him. Now, obviously, second fucking punt he returns, high ankle sprain. Great. Great idea. Love to see that. Uh, whenever they get the ball back, I'm just like, I'm not excited. I, I don't want to watch the offense. I'm glad they forced whatever, another three and out. I'm glad they didn't allow points. But I'm not excited to watch, like, you know. Sony Michelle running the line for two yards. Sony Michelle, drop you know pass hits him in the floor in the, the face mask. Third and ten, Brady holds the ball for four seconds and only looks at Edelman. And I don't know, hasn't been a fun offensive season, but yeah, they're twelve, they're ten and one, and I think the offense will get better. I'm op- yeah. I am optimistic. I am yeah. optimistic. I was getting ready to say you're going to be there at the game in the dome in Houston. They're going to have Isaiah win. We hope. I mean, he missed practice today. He's sick, obviously. A lot of guys are sick. I think they'll all play. they all end up playing somehow, though. So, I think in the Dome, are you, against the Texans' defense, which 18th DVOA, 26th, 26th, I think. No, they're 18th overall, 26th in defense, 26th in pass, 13th against the run. So, are you excited to, for the Tom Brady to go to the Dome and possibly own? With Philip Dorsett and Sanu out? Uh, yeah, I mean, I am. I think there, there's a breakout coming, or I don't know if I could even say a breakout, but I think there's a breakthrough coming offensively in the next month. You know, like last year when they found, they found the identity of like they were going to be like a heavier personnel team and they found that what worked – was sort of running the football and being more balanced. And I'm not going to say that, that like they won the Super Bowl last year because significantly more because of Tom Brady and because of the passing game than because of the running game. But they, they controlled the game and they knew the kind of team they wanted to be. And I think that that kind of breakthrough is going to come at some point pretty soon with the offense. And I think the identity they've found and they've pretty much settled on um, over the past few weeks has been – they're going to be an 11 personnel team. Uh, believe it or not, the strength of their skill players is at wide receiver. Uh, the two running back sets have been pretty bad. 
when they played them. Uh, maybe they could learn something from how the Browns are using Hunt and Chubb, who, like, when they're on the field together, they're averaging something ridiculous in terms of yards per play. I think it's, like, over seven yards per play. Um, and the Pats never it never really took off for them, that pony look with, with White and Burkhead. So I think pretty clearly the strength offensively for them is going to be staying in 11 personnel and letting Brady control the game with his arm and just trying to win like that instead of trying to overpower teams. Like they were really trying to force themselves into back when they had Devlin and Jakob Johnson and fucking Ryan Izzo was out there trying to block people. I think at this point they, they know what they do best and Brady, they'll get Sanu and Edelman full time, Harry Dorsett Myers kind of splitting it uh, the rest of the way and, let Brady work, and that's just – that'll be the offense. And I – I when I say the names, I just – I think I like the personnel, right? I like Edelman a lot. Edelman's great. He's awesome. I think Sanu's – you know, he showed what he could do in the Baltimore game. I think Sanu's going to be a pretty big contributor down the stretch. He's better than anything they had at receiver last year. Harry has upside. Myers has been – fucking great when we call it upon this year and Dorsett like Brady loves him and he's been somewhat dependable in what he does I don't know what he does great but when he they throw him the ball he tends to catch it so I guess he does that and Watson better than whatever they had at tight end for the first five weeks of the season so I don't know I don't hate the personnel they just gotta they gotta kick it into gear pretty soon here it still feels like a September offense for the Patriots. And I still feel like they're they're going to break through into like October mode at some point here soon. Yeah, you know what? You know how they're going to do that? Explain. They're going to get to the goal line and they're going to throw passes to linebacker Alandon Roberts. <laughs> I love that. I need it. He's yes. fast. I need it. I need it. I just need a, a little a little play action fake and Alandon Roberts something in the flat. Sneaking out there and leaking out into the flat and grabbing a pass and just absolutely owning. Yes. I need it. Yes, please. Yes, please. But really, they'll have Harry and Sanu just blocking the edges, and Edelman's also like a pretty competitive blocker. I think that they have the pieces to be better than what they have been, and this is usually a team that's going to, you know, you're going to see their upside and their ceiling eventually. So, still crossing my fingers. Yeah, please. Last seven games, our boy Tom Brady has won against the Houston Texans. 21 touchdowns, four interceptions, 34 points per game, 311 yards per game, 8.4 yards per attempt, three games over 344 yards. And notably, last time they played the Texans, week one, 2018, which, like, I don't remember. It feels like 800 years ago. Deshaun Watson was ass. The Patriots mm-hmm. defense owned. Yeah. Hopkins had a few a few catches, but Gilmore, Gilmore Hopkins. Gilmore neutralized them. Erasing him. So, yeah. do, do we, are we going to put – are we, Alonzo, going to put John Jones on Fuller or Stills? I think Fuller is so explosive. And whenever Fuller plays, it feels like he just goes off. So I would almost treat Fuller like he's Tyreek Hill and double him almost all game. Uh, I know it's dangerous, but 
at this point, I'm at such a trust level with with Gilmore that even if he lets up, like let's say five or six catches to Hopkins, I think he's going to be right there on all of them. So I'm not concerned about leaving Gilmore on an island with Hopkins. I'm more concerned, if, and you know, Fuller. If you take away that explosive element with Fuller, I think you can take away a lot of what Houston does. Really what concerns me is I don't think they have a player to match up with Stills. I think um, be it J.C., Jackson, Jason McCourty, or Jawan Williams, just all of them are really at a a speed deficit when it comes to defending Stills. And Stills, you know, he gave them some trouble when he was in Miami. So I'll I'll see. They'll come up with something. I'm not overly concerned. The defense has more than earned the benefit of the doubt at this point. But I guess that's just something to keep an eye on because this is a receiving group that, in my opinion, just presents a kind of a unique challenge. Yeah, and also the Patriots have played mobile quarterbacks like the last three, four weeks, right? So I think that'll help a lot. Yeah, they they played contain, contain wins, contain Dak. Keep that Lamar. Yeah. Don't let him pull out. They'll they'll definitely be ready for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Just no, contain sure. Watson. Just contain Watson. Keep him in the pocket. He's gonna throw you about four to five interceptable balls, and we all know the Patriots are gonna catch him because they have an elite secondary. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna get sacked a ton. He's gonna throw him a couple balls. I like what I have like no fear for this game. I think the Patriots are gonna win this one like thirty to twenty twenty. Whatever. Thirty I, to twenty. I don't know. I I remember – you remember the Sunday night game in Houston, actually in 2015? It's a random game, but it's one of those that you mentioned with with Brady. It was the game Gronk came back after he like, – it looked like his knee had exploded two weeks earlier in Denver. Uh, they had just lost to Philly. They just lost their first two games of the season, so I think they were 10-2. and two. Um, And they went into Houston, and it was, it was pre-Deshaun. I don't remember who they were – remember who their quarterback was it might have been it wasn't Brock it was the year before Brock so I don't know some scrub they had a court maybe Brandon Whedon but Connor they says Hoyer oh it might have been Hoyer yeah I don't know but they had some some bum at quarterback and the Patriots just thought after him all game they sacked them uh Dominique Easley Akeem Hicks Sheard, Chandler Jones, like the peak sort of 2015 front seven abusing another team's offensive line was that game. And I think we might see some of that again this week. I could see the Patriots just coming out and completely manhandling Houston with line of scrimmage, not giving Watson any time, harassing him and making my point about like stills and their explosive play potential just completely moot. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's how I see it. The, yeah, the key to the the key to the Texans winning is like Deshaun Watson escaping the pocket and throwing eighty yard bombs to Hopkins and Stills and Fuller, and that's just not going to happen. Yeah. No, I I would not hope not. I would hope not. not. This year. It's not happening. No, not at all. Zero chance. Yeah, maybe I could see Houston trying to put in some of the some of like the Ravens wrinkles with the run game and. Attacking the edges, that concerns me a little bit, but 
uh, the Ravens are so unique in that way. And I, I can't, I just, at this point, I can't get overly excited about any game because as it's bad, a must win game. You coward as bad as this offense is, it's as bad as this offense game. has been, bro. Like the must win game. if Houston, if Houston hits two big plays and they get in the red zone and they score, like, I don't have full confidence that this Patriots offense can go down and, and score two touchdowns and win this game. Like, I just I, – I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm very pessimistic. Um, whenever they touch the ball, I just I, – I never expect them to score. So, like, the variance, even when they're playing a, a shit team, the fact they – like, they struggle to score points against anyone makes the variance, like, pretty tough in my mind to feel fully confident in any game. And okay, once it I'm once good. it flips yeah. offensively, once it flips offensively, that'll change. If it flips offensively, I think it will. But right now, I like yeah, I feel good. I feel cautiously optimistic. Good because, like I said earlier, I'm gonna give you a reason to be excited. Isaiah Wynn, who after who had a false start, a couple of bad plays, but also notably playing against Robert Quinn, who had like nine and a half sacks. Yeah, no, Ro- Robert Quinn's a stud. Robert Quinn's a stud, and the Dallas front's awesome. And Wynn was yeah. like. When started off the game, he really struggled, and then he looked a lot better as the game kind of wore on. Yes, he did. And Brady, it was like the first game. Yeah. Here's what to be excited. It was the first game that Brady actually had time in the pocket and was looking around. Yeah. It, it was just seeing Brady stand there in the pocket. So he's going to be in a dome. You're going to see him. He's going to yeah. be very handsome. Sanu's going to be back. Brady, that, by the way. Win. win. Alonzo, it's going to be a fun offensive game, I think. Brady. It's be sneaky fun. Brady looks so handsome nowadays, man. He looks so handsome. On it's, purpose. It's incredible. It's incredible. Do, I was watching the game. I was watching the game. No, stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. No, no. Bryson, no. I was watching the game with some friends, and we were just looking at every time they showed Brady on the sideline. It's like he looks so much better than he did even like four, three, four years ago. He looks hot. He looks yes, fucking amazing. Right. And he always has his helmet off every chance he can get. Yes. Yes, he does. That's not that's not Brady usually, in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. You, you might be. You might be. You might not be. I don't know. I would have expected the we need the, the AB stats. We the need AB Brady helmet on sideline stats. Time of possession helmet <laughs> stats for Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We do. Well, maybe maybe there is some Brady Giselle tension, like we joked about in the offseason. And Brady's just putting out at this point. Well, that would be a massive W. Yeah. I think the last thing, Alonzo, that I should say to you is I said must win game because the Ravens right now owning the Patriots. Ravens are a fucking buzzsaw. They're owning and the Patriots kind of need to win every game from here on out, which might be a really, really good thing to keep the Ravens off their heels because a tie obviously puts the Ravens in the driver's seat for the one seed and – that would I, I need the scenario where the Patriots are the one seed, more, mainly because it would mean if the Chiefs win, the Ravens would have to play the Chiefs. And it just makes the path, obviously, way, way easier. And yeah. I, I really don't want to play the Ravens. I mean, I mean, I certainly don't, but I don't want the Patriots to play the Ravens in Baltimore. I don't need that. Right. Yeah, no, nah, I'll pass on that. Hard pass on the Patriots playing the Ravens in, um, in Baltimore. Hard pass. Hard, hard, hard pass. Uh, 
And look, the Ravens still play. They played San Francisco, right? They play San Francisco yeah, they, this week. They play the yes. I think the good thing they play the Niners, then they play the Bills, who, at the very least, could maybe they can like muck up the game. They can give some clues on how to play how to play yeah. the Ravens right now because yeah. it seems like no one has a clue. Right. I'm gonna look at the Ravens schedule here. They play. They play the, the Browns. The Niners. Okay. The Bills, Jesus. The Niners. I thought this was harder. They play Niners, Bills, Jets, at Browns, and Steelers. So Niners at home, Bill at the Bills, Jets I mean, at home. Four, three playoff teams, right? Three playoff teams. Yeah, the Steelers are like a – like I'm not – the Duck Hodges. Well, it's a division game, so I shouldn't take it lightly. But, yeah. Uh, Niners and – the Niners are going to be tough for them, I think. The Niners are also on a fucking roll. Um. And their defense is incredible, too. I think the Niners could actually give – if you want insight on, like, how to play the Ravens, I think the, the Niners could give you some this week. Um, and I, I like that the Pats play at night. The Pats have the Sunday night game because we'll know the outcome of the Ravens game by then. And if the Ravens just – if they if the Niners beat the Ravens and they give the Pats that, like, one game sort of buffer to fuck up, like that's just huge. Maybe we should uh, make the players throw their funds away and stuff so the Patriots win forty-five to three. <laughs> please, please, yes. The Pats Alonzo. have. Pats have. Sorry, sorry. I know we're, we're wrapping up here. Pats have yeah. at Texans, Chiefs at home, at Bengals, the Bills and the Dolphins. So right now I'm going to say the Pats are really like a twelve and one because they're not going to lose in Cincinnati. And they're not going to lose to the Dolphins at home week 17 if they need to win it. So, at Texans, Chiefs at home, Bills at home. Yeah. They'll, eh, they'll end up at a cool 15-1 and one or 14-2. and two. The season is over. Alonzo, I know you gotta you got to step on a plane. You're a, you're a much braver man than me because planes scare me to death. They, so. they do too, I'm, man. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm thankful to see you on the pod again and talk to you and talk ball with you and reminisce about Josh Gordon and how Giselle needs to be out and Brady should just be single and possibly have a divorce. Yeah, I love this, man. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Um, we'll catch up. We'll catch up more on some uh, personal call later. I love you. All right, Alonzo. Love you, too. Have a good Thanksgiving. Connor says happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, boo-boo. <laughs> All right, see you later, buddy. Yeah.